This is Israel Briefing 2, the second in an occasional series of major event reporting from international affairs and Middle East specialist Johnny Gould's Jewish state correspondent James Marlowe. But also in the region for ITN, Al Jazeera and LBC Radio. And he's written about this subject for the Times of Israel and spiked online. You'll have also heard him as our eyewitness to the Sparrow Pizza restaurant bombing in our episode covering justice for Malky Roth and interviewing Stephen Lamanby, the university lecturer cancelled or sacked for claiming Jews were clever at physics. Iran's President Hassan Rouhani claims Israel was behind the killing of the scientist who founded the Islamic Republic's nuclear program in the noughties all designed, apparently, to start a war in the last days of President Trump's administration. Rouhani's comments in a news conference marked the first time he directly accused Israel of carrying out the killing of Mohsen Fakhrizadeh on the 27th of November 2020. Indeed, it was Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that brought up his name in that famous news conference of April 2018, when he accused Iran of continuing to build nuclear weapons despite the failed JCPOA deal signed by the Obama-Biden administration. This is how Dr. Mohsen Fakhizadeh, head of Project Ahmad, put it. Remember that name, Fakhizadeh. This work is carried out by Sapant. That's an organization inside Iran's defense ministry. And you will not be surprised to hear that Sapant is led by the same person who led Project Ahmad, Dr. Fakhizadeh, Rouhani vows to avenge the killing but said his country won't allow Israel to decide the time or the venue of any retaliatory action and added Iran won't allow instability in the region. Israel Briefing Johnny Gould's Jewish State Correspondent James Marlowe with the latest from the Knesset and beyond. James, welcome to Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Who exactly was Mosin Fakhrizadeh. Hello, Johnny. Dr. Moksam Fakhrizadeh was not just a nuclear scientist, as much of the media suggested. He was the senior Iranian nuclear scientist. In other words, he was the brains behind Iran's nuclear sites. The Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, also known as the supreme leader of Iran, placed Fakhrizadeh in charge of the nuclear weapons program. In addition, He was not just a nuclear civilian scientist. He was also the brigadier general in the Iranian forces. And this, Johnny, is extremely important to emphasize because of complex international laws and human rights issues. The assassins didn't take out a civilian. They removed a senior member of the Iranian forces that was part of the regime claiming to wish to wipe Israel off the map. Was he well known in Iran? Most people in Iran were unaware of who Fakhrizadeh was, until quite recently, that is. In fact, it was Prime Minister Netanyahu who made him famous when he announced his name on Israeli television in April 2018. You see, several months earlier, Israeli agents, known as Mossad or the Shabak or Shimbet, managed to break into an Iranian warehouse in a commercial district of Tehran. They disabled alarms, broke through two doors, cut through dozens of giant safes and managed to get out of the city with a half a ton of secret materials. They then fled for the border and with some 50,000 pages and 163 compact discs of memos, videos and plans, they made it out of the country. 
It became instantly clear to Iranian guards who arrived the following morning at 7am that someone had stolen much of the country's nuclear archive, documenting years of work on atomic weapons, warhead designs and production plans. So the world actually found out about the break-in to an Iranian warehouse in Tehran from the Israelis? Yes. It was back in late April 2018, Netanyahu announced the results of the heist after giving President Donald Trump a private briefing at the White House. It was another reason why Trump abandoned the nuclear deal a few days later, arguing that the documents proved the Iranian deception and an intent to resume the bomb production. And I have to say, Johnny, this was a very brave move indeed by Donald Trump. And it was the right move, by the way. Although this is one of the many strains in relations between the United States and European allies. So what sort of information became known as a result of this heist? These key documents confirmed what inspectors from the International Atomic Energy Agency, also known as the IAEA, in report after report had suspected. Despite Iranian insistence that its nuclear program was for peaceful purposes, the country had worked in the past to systematically assemble everything it needed to produce atomic weapons. Robert Kelly, a nuclear engineer and former inspector for the agency, said in Vienna, and I'm quoting, the papers show these guys were working on nuclear bombs, unquote. Where are we now in the unfolding story? In a tweet, the Ayatollah Ali Khamenei described the death of Dr. Maksim Fakhrizadi as a martyr who was killed by brutal mercenaries and that he sacrificed his life for a divine reward. And then, in a long thread, the Ayatollah was describing what happens in the world to come. I won't go through that. But in response, the international human rights lawyer and executive director of the UN Watch, Hillel Neuer, wrote, Your regime was so busy beating up peaceful protesters, arresting women for not covering their hair with a compulsory hijab, and jailing and torturing human rights activists and their lawyers, that you forgot to protect your own nuclear mastermind. The truth is, Johnny, that Moksan Fakhrizadeh was very well protected by the Iranian regime, but he was ambushed by a strike force that had spent a huge amount of time perfecting a split-second operation with precision timing and coordination. And this strike force carried out the attack by remote control. From what we know, there was an explosion on a parked car as Fakhrizadi drove by on a partly deserted road heading towards his holiday home. His vehicle, from what we understand, stopped, which is when the automatic fire opened up, killing the scientist. Now, former CIA director John Brennan condemned what he described the criminal and highly reckless act. And John Brennan suggested it risked lethal retaliation and a new round of regional conflict. Unquote. I responded to John Brennan's tweet on my account with the following. Yet, as CIA director, how many criminal and highly reckless acts did you authorize between the years 2013 to 2017? 2017, of course, was when Donald Trump fired him. Brennan clearly turned this crucial international incident into a political jab against Trump, whom he believes knew was behind the assassination. But Brennan was really angry with Donald Trump after being fired, and he then called upon Iran to resist the urge to respond and wait for, and again I'm quoting, a responsible American leadership, unquote, to return onto the global stage. 
But I have to tell you, Johnny, I don't think that Iran is going to do anything stupid, certainly not in the foreseeable future, especially not now as Joe Biden takes office. You see, Iran is looking for not just a good deal with the Americans, but an excellent deal with the Americans, and it wants the sanctions lifted. And I have to tell you, again, the European Union also condemned the killing in a bid to appease the Islamic Republic of Iran. The European Union leaped, and I'm going to use that word again, leaped to eulogize the death of Moksom Fakhrizadeh, and yet when thousands of peaceful Iranian protesters were brutally beaten and killed, on the streets of Tehran, where was the European Union? Where was their condemnation? It's interesting how the EU won't go up against a powerful regime like the Islamic Republic of Iran, but it's quite happy to condemn the killing of a man responsible for making the nuclear weapons. Iran continues to fly under the radar, violating the JCPOA agreement, and the IAEA are very, very concerned, and rightly so. Yet the EU continues to ignore Iranian violations and are encouraging Joe Biden to rejoin the Accords. On this issue, Israel, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Omar, Qatar, Egypt, Jordan and many others in the region are agreed that Iran's goal of acquiring nuclear bombs must be stopped at all costs. If not, it will set off a nuclear arms race across the Middle East with a very short space of time. You see, Moksam Fakhrizadi was the man who was responsible and central to Iran's strategic objective of attaining a nuclear bomb and is probably as much a loss to the regime as Qasem Soleimani, who was the Iranian major general in the Islamic Guard Corps and commander of the Quds Force. He, if you remember, was assassinated by the Americans in January 2020. Several experts across the Middle East believe Fakhrizadi was such a brilliant nuclear scientist, and perhaps just months away from a nuclear bomb, he may be irreplaceable. But one thing is for sure, Iran will not stop its quest for nuclear weapons. If you like Johnny's regular podcasts, think about making a donation at either patreon.com slash johnnygould or click on the PayPal icon on the donations page at jewishstate.co.uk or buy him a coffee. He loves coffee at coffee.com slash johnnygould. That's ko-fi.com slash johnnygould.